Hey Julie. Hey Julie. Welcome back to Hey Julie, a podcast about Big Brother, television, uh, <laughs> having Movies. children, all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So much going on in the world. So Danielle, much going on. Yes. I am speaking for all of our fans, many of whom wrote in. How are you and how is baby Danny? Thank you so much. I would, I did not actually name the baby Danny, <laughs> even though I should have. I'm great. My baby is great. Her name is Goldie. She came a couple weeks early, so that's why we've been off for a couple weeks. But she is very cute. She's gaining lots of weight, which we love. And I, I just think she's a good kid. She's a good little egg. Fantastic. Yeah. Good egg coming from great eggs. Yeah, exactly. Thank you all so much for asking and for um, and for I'm sure sending me good vibes along the way. It's all helped. Um, we're we're super, super happy over in the Gibson household. How I mean, how how are you doing, though? Like, we love that the baby's fine, like brain fog, mm-hmm. not sleeping. I mean, just from my conversations with you, it sounds like you've gotten a lot of television watching done. <laughs> I sure have. Well, so in case anyone knows, you know, listen. I talk a lot of shit about Canada on this podcast <laughs> in many ways. I don't. For many I'm, reasons. Like, I'm like, Danielle, <laughs> but, you got a spare passport? <laughs> but one thing I got to give it up for Canada is when you have that kid, they give you that year off of work, baby. And they say, we'll even pay you. The government will pay you while you have that year off. So I have. Hold no- on. So you get paid by your company and the government? Well, it depends. It depends on your company. Like okay. my company, oh. yes, offers a top up, but some companies don't. Some companies do. They offer different, you know, percentages of top ups, whatever it may be. But the government, no matter what, if you have a paying job and you're doing leave, you send into the government like how much you make and they'll pay you up to 55% of how much you make. So the max you can get, I think, is like $600, 600 something a week. But still, that's, you know, you're getting regularly paid by the government for up to a year and a half if you wanted to. And as we know, it, your country has descended into socialism, the, the cupboards, yes. the, 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 the... We have to eat rats. You have to eat rats. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. on, there's nothing on the, the shelves at your local supermarket. I use my $100,000. On the street, yeah. My $100,000 of Weber grills to grill up some rats. Oh, my God. <laughs> So it's almost BB can ten time. Yeah, it is. I know. I, it's the, still the cold out. So it's still cold out. So like you know, yeah, you gotta fine. lock those people inside that house. You better. Um, so since I don't work now, I just watch a lot of stuff, which is what we have. That's why we have so much to talk about. Yeah, like you, and we'll get we'll dive into a lot of it. Um, and you texted me like I watch so much stuff. I, are we just in this in this beautiful period where essentially you just have a sleeping nugget? Yeah, and then, like, pretty much. In like maybe six to twelve to eighteen months, you're like, actually, I can't watch television anymore, yes. or I have to watch like Paw Patrol yes. or something like that. Right now, it's an interesting zone, and we're very lucky. I'm, I'm sure it's different for everyone, but like, she, our daughter Goldie is very sleepy, so. We just, you know, we have a cycle where it's like you, we wake her up, we feed her, we change her, and then she falls back asleep. So it's just a lot of like in between times of when she needs us to like keep her alive. (laughs) So there's just, there's a lot to watch. There's a lot of downtime to watch stuff. And speaking of a lot to watch back in adults town, we watched a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff over the last month. I mean, should we, we should probably start with, with big brother rumors and then we'll dive into the matrix Four survivor heroes villains, which aired 20, 12 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, All sorts of stuff. We're going to talk about yellow jackets, a show that is a show. Um, So celebrity big brother, it's coming. Yes. Um, there are ads for it on television. There is a print ad that looks like Julie is dragging the logo, the bloody logo through a patch of snow. It's supposed yeah. to be like a red carpet, but it sort of just looks like I saw it's like a funny thing on, on Big Brother. The Reddit. graphic it was design like the, is. Yeah, it looks like it's a, a blood stained carpet. It looks like it's an advertisement for Fargo season four. But the, <laughs> yeah. 
the logo for Celebrity Big Brother is the victim. Um, yeah. There have been all sorts of rumors. Um, there's been, there has been one th- thread by someone at BB Detective Dan. We're just going <laughs> to run through this and we're just going to give our thoughts. Yeah. If Dan says they're confirmed. We have no idea. All right, we're going to start. You had something, you had some thoughts on this one. Confirmed. Famous model and Leonardo DiCaprio's recent girlfriend, Camilla Marone. Right. I was like, there's absolutely no way because Leonardo DiCaprio dates all these gorgeous under 25 year old women and they aren't allowed to talk until they break up. They're not allowed to talk at all. It's in his contract, I believe, allegedly. Is she gorgeous? Yes. Of course. I have no fucking clue who she is. <laughs> she's she's a model babe. You know, she's dated know. Leo. The problem is, is all these women date Leo and probably have some amazing stories to tell, but I'm sure are bound by an ironclad NDA. Well, it says recent girlfriend. Yes. That she's doesn't the mean current. Recent. She's the most recent. Yeah, it's possible that he was like, listen, babe, it's almost St. Bart's season. <laughs> I got to find a fresh new babe. Yeah, you can uh, go on Big Brother. Who knows? Does she have anything to say? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like she's probably contractually obligated to not say anything. That's my guess. Okay. For any of his ladies. I mean, do you remember Blake Lively dated Leo DiCaprio? Everyone dated Leo. But she's the most famous on her. Well, other than Giselle, the most famous on her own. Otherwise, it's always like. Giselle dated Leo? Yes, they went to the Oscars together. Giselle dated Leo and then got with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's still keeping it tight. He is keeping it tight. In his mid to late, early, mid-40s. Leo, don't look up. Don't look down (laughs) at the scale. I was just going to (laughs) say. I was just going to say that, like, I know we're talking about Celebrity Big Brother, but this conversation reminded me that we did both watch Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up is Who is we? (laughs) Who is we? Because I didn't. Don't Look Up is the last film I watched as a (laughs) non-parent. And the first film I watched as a parent was the new James Bond movie. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Don't Look Up. Listen, since you haven't watched, there's nothing really to say. But I will say, everyone hated this movie on Twitter. I thought it was fine. I actually didn't hate it. And I liked J-Law in it. I don't... I just don't want to even understand whatever the discourse... like. There's this discourse about this movie, and I'm like, you know what? It would probably be worse for my mental health if I understood what people were talking about. It's a fine movie. It's fine. It's not, no one needs to rip their hair out over it. Okay. Um, Speaking about people who won't say anything, the second celebrity house guest entering Celebrity (laughs) Big Brother is former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer. I think this is lame because, like, it's not as if it's the first reality show he's done anyway. He did Dancing yeah. with the Stars. So, also, can we stop fucking awarding fascists with celebrity yeah, exactly. in this country? Fuck off. Exactly. It's that, but that's the thing. I'm not even shocked because someone already did that. He's already been rewarded. And we already did. Did we have some sort of like Trump lackey on season two of Celebrity Big Brother, which I didn't watch? We've had Omarosa and, um, What's his name? The Mooch. Oh, the Mooch. I forgot. Oh, the Mooch. Wasn't the yeah. Mooch there for like four days? Wasn't yeah, that, his that whole was thing? the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how they handled it on Celebrity Big Brother 2, obviously. But on with Omarosa, there was like the one episode where it's like, Omarosa tells all. And lots of like promos and like. After the break, Omarosa's going to tell all. And it's just a lot of that sort of like reality show yeah. build up. And then she's like, I'm going to say what really happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to be real. He was kind of, <laughs> he was kind of a jerk behind the scenes. Like, no shit. He's a fucking <laughs> asshole. Everyone knows that. The people In who voted life, for him yeah. voted for him because he's an asshole. It's yeah. Like, Shut the fuck up. I also watched a documentary about the ins- insurrection on January 6th on oh HBO. Oh, God. Why? I'd rather watch <laughs> Anyway, go on. I mean, all this conversation is going to do is remind me of all the stuff I've watched in the past four weeks. I hate it. I hope hope this guy gets voted out. Of America. Of America. Yeah. Uh, The next is uh, Tiffany, quote, New York Pollard. Everyone wants this. I don't know who this is. She's a very famous 
reality TV star from Not Flavor of Love and then was on Celebrity Big Brother UK. What? She's just like a GIF queen, you know? <laughs> I, I guess I don't. I mean, I don't know but, who most of these people are. Well, and Brett, as you and I have discussed <laughs> offline, but maybe never on the podcast, GIFs are dead. You cannot oh use my GIFs God. to communicate anymore. They're it's over. Dead. I saw a TikTok <laughs> of an attractive young woman basically being like, you know, this woman's on single TikTok. I'm on single TikTok. Yeah. She's like, basically, I was chatting with a guy from a dating site and he sent me a gif and it was like the ultimate yuck. <laughs> yeah. And I was I like, shit, I'm never, I, I'm never sending a gif again. And she was basically this like, this guy outed himself as the most out of touch 32 year old, which I'm older than that, mm -hmm. by sending a gif. And I, I actually, I, I have to have a discussion with one of my coworkers who actually like has a quite decent Twitter following and he posts a lot of gifts and I have to break to him this weekend that like, bro, the, the, anyone under 30 is going to think you're a fucking joke. That's you like, need to rip off that bandaid. You need to let him know. Gifts, gifts is like, I'm going to do the Charleston. Listen <laughs> yeah, to my gramophone. It's so, it's so 2012. Like we cannot, we cannot be sending gifs anymore. You oh need to God. send just still, still images. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps of a, like awkward just like a screen, frames. Yeah, yeah. screen caps. <laughs> screen yeah. caps with subtitle. <laughs> yeah. Or without just, or just like mid, you know, it's like a mid facial expression. It's yeah. not even a clear facial expression. It has to be very crunchy, very deep fried looking. <laughs> or you can send TikToks. Yeah, we, we know. We're would, cool. We, know. we could be college professors about this shit. Uh, so number, that's just a public service <laughs> announcement. Yeah. Yeah. All you olds, you fellow olds. I know who this person is. This person is uh, Vanilla Ice. Uh huh. Who cares? Yeah, like who actually would get excited about that? Didn't we like Mark McGrath? Mark McGrath was a nice, nice boy. I yes. feel like this guy could. Probably, I, I mean, I think he's like done his own reality shows and stuff. Where it's like, yes. Uh, so I, I have no idea what his personality is like. In this yeah. photo, he's wearing both a hat with an American flag on it and he's wearing an American flag as a shawl, as a scarf. Mm. He respects the stripes. Um, okay. I don't know. Could he fit, fill in that Mark McGrath role as like an elder, elder, I would call him a rocker, but I forgot. He, Music He's person? a rapper. Maybe. I don't know. He, he gives off douchey vibes to me, but I'm, oh, yeah. I'm happy to be proven wrong. Okay. Talk about someone I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> the next two people. Singer, songwriter, choreographer, Todrick Hall. Well, this I think has already been disproven because he's like on tour. Okay. But this would make a lot of sense to me as a casting because supposedly he's this a YouTuber. Is, he's a YouTuber. And he's also This is not with the official cast list. This is right. a rumor. This is rumor thread from BB Detective Dan. He's also um, friends with Taylor Swift and in her friend group. And he's a huge Big Brother fan because I, last season, the cookout went and like stayed at his house for a couple weeks or something. Oh, this is Todrick. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I forgot about that name. How yeah. could you forget? How could you forget such a name, honestly? I know. Because it's not a name. I mean, is it technically his name? Yes, but. Uh, great, good for him. Honestly, now I'm sad that he's not going to be on the show because if he's like, yeah, because he would actually if he's know cool and he knows how to play Big Brother. Fine, yeah, exactly. all right. Singer, television personality, and actress Erica Jane. Okay, so she's from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she was in a lot of trouble, as they often are, uh, because her husband. Her, have you seen Aaron Brockovich? <laughs> Uh, like when it came out like many decades ago. <laughs> okay, well, Aaron Brockovich, obviously the story of a class action lawsuit where like Aaron Brockovich helps the lawyer win the yeah, lawsuit. Yeah, it, it was like lead in the water. Yeah, Erica Jane's husband was the inspiration for the lawyer who tries the case. So her husband was is, is a very famous class action lawsuit lawyer. Okay. But 
what happened recently is it turns out he has been stealing money from the victims and like laundering it. Sick. And yeah, exactly. Really horrible stuff. And so she oh, and I meant he, it in that, a cool way. <laughs> <laughs> so Erica Jane divorced him. They're getting a divorce. But she's people are like, oh, she knew she was in on it. It was funding her career and lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How can you be a housewife if you're divorced? Yeah. Well, so now she's going to be on so, Big Brother, maybe. Yeah. All right. Cool. Whatever. That sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Uh, okay. I know, I know who that is. You know who else knows who that is? Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Um, noted uh, three-time, <laughs> four-time, I, I believe, NBA champion. NBA champion and, um, and yeah. North Korea, North Korean sim- sympathizer. <laughs> yeah, what do we call that? <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. But um, okay, he's a fucking he's a fucking weirdo. I, I would imagine he's gonna if he's on the show, he's gonna amount to being like a big old whopping nothing. I think he's the one they cast who comes on the show is probably extremely entertaining for the first three days, but then is like, wait, why am I here? And, and leaves. leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you've you've absolutely. <laughs> You've absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Okay. This one I've heard of. This one. First of all, I also want to state, by the way, I apologize if people hear construction noise. There's some construction going on on the street. A little bit's happening right now. I'm going to try and mix it out. Tanya Harding from the movie I, Tanya. Yeah. She, uh, like, good for a lot of these people for managing to stay relevant and make money. From the past. <laughs> I mean, did you, you saw I, Tanya, right? Of course I did. I mean, the end of that movie, like, catches up with her, like, as she goes on with her life. Like, the whole stabbing thing is, like, not the end of the movie. Are you aware that I am close personal friends with the Nancy owners of, of the Tanya Harding Nancy Kerrigan 1994 Museum? Uh, I was... Not aware that that museum existed, Danielle. Yes, it was their hall. They had a very long hallway in Brooklyn and they turned it into a museum dedicated to this incident and have since gone on to do lots of pop, pop culture um, art exhibits all over. Um, I Like, cool, interesting, fine. But like, the end of that movie, it's granted, it's a movie. It's, it's a work of creative nonfiction, I would say. Right. Uh, it's about like, man, this this woman's life was ruined. I mean, partially by her own doing. Of course. Partially. But also like she's like doing celebrity boxing shit. Like she was this great figure skater. And now she's like getting punched in the face and getting embarrassed on television because she and her stupid boyfriend. Like, really? Yeah. Did, did some fucked up shit. Really sad. Also, the guy who plays her boyfriend's um, buddy, Paul Walter Hauser. Oh, a Richard, Richard Jewel. Jewel fan? Yeah. <laughs> I just want everyone to know, played Richard Jewel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so this is the last person in the thread. Actress, dancer, and singer Monique Coleman. That doesn't ring a bell to me. Is this Monique Coleman? Oh, yeah, I mean, I have no idea. Coleman? I, mean, I know Monique, the comedian. Of course. I was going to say, this is, not Mo- this is not Monique. It's not. Mo- Monique would not do this <laughs> no. show. It's below Monique. Oh, it's so um, below her. I don't know. She's oh, she's on a High School Musicals oh. uh, one through three. Monique, got it, Coleman. got it, got it. I remember she's her. She's forty-one now. years old. High School Musical came out after I graduated high school. <laughs> and this woman's older than me. Wow, she was on my favorite show, Boston Public. Oh, she Spotlight. has been working. Um, good for, okay. So she's a, she's, yeah, she's a high school musical person, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, okay. So like of the nine people I've heard of like four. I would love to hear Monique, the real Monique's take on being asked to be on Big Brother. (laughs) I'm sure she's been asked. I mean, you don't, there's no bigger celeb than Monique. I just (laughs) love it. Monique, like anytime, you know, remember the Netflix drama? Monique isn't afraid to be like, here's why I'm pissed off. And you should all know about it. And I often agree with her. Um, 
Well, listen, that cast is not very exciting, I have to say. So I really uh, hope it's wrong. There's one more that was sent in by RB Clips. What up, RB Clips? What up? Cast spoiler, colon, Cody and Dylan Sprouse have been cast and will be swapping places throughout the season, reprising the twist from BB5 and BB17. This is a joke suggestion, Brett. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. I don't know because they're all so bad. I can't tell. Dylan or Cole, I don't know who either of of these people are. Well, one of them is on Riverdale, which is a hit show. So there's no way he's going to be on Celebrity Big Brother. Doesn't Riverdale do all sorts of weird crossovers? Yeah, but not with Celebrity Big Brother. Doesn't Riverdale exist in the Star Trek universe or something like that? Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. But he's not. He's of the famous. You remember the meme of I'm a weirdo. I do weird things. Jughead? He plays Jughead on Riverdale. Oh. Oh, if he's Jughead, yeah, he's too big for this. Yeah. I haven't seen Riverdale. No, I'm, yeah. Uh, Have you seen Euphoria? Danielle, let's dive into the television. (laughs) Let's dive into the real television. I love Euphoria. Oh my God, of course you do. I avoided you. First of all, I have not seen season two, episode two. I have not seen the most recent episode. Um, I avoided Euphoria for quite some time. I do not like watching children have sex. <laughs> I do not like watching children. Glad we have in that da- on record. <laughs> in danger. <laughs> I do not. I, I and also like Gen Z is. I'm not Gen Z. Do I know mm. not to post gifts? Yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. you. But like, I don't care. So I avoided this show. Like, I don't know. It just did not seem like it was for me at all. And my God, Danielle, I watched the fuck out of this show over the pandemic. It is fantastic. And season two, episode one, the first 25 minutes of this episode are probably one of the craziest like experiences I've ever had watching television. It was so amazing. The filmmaking, the acting, the sensory overload of this show is a wonder to witness. I love Let it. me just say, as uh, a friend of yours, as someone who's gotten to know your personal taste fairly well, I'm shocked that you avoided Euphoria is so clearly a show up your alley. Because so it's about obviously. people doing drugs, sure. Yes, it's people doing drugs and partying. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. But like once it's like about teenagers yeah. and like high school parties and shit, I'm like, ooh, that's really, I mean, as we discussed like a year ago. Yeah. Industry. My one of my favorite shows exactly. from last year. It's just young. All just about pe- yeah. <laughs> People doing drugs in <laughs> London bars. Fantastic. Just, it's one of my favorite genres of television show to watch. Just yeah, it's just drugs. they haven't gotten the internship yet. They're just still in high school. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't I know. Watched, I just thought there was gonna be a lot more like there's gonna be a lot more like teen sex in it, which is like really like, yeah, just not not for I know. Me. I watched the first two episodes and I was like, great. I see the appeal. I think uh, Zendaya is great. I love her little blonde friend. <laughs> I'm happy that uh, Sydney Sweeney is doing this and The White Lotus to really be all over HBO. I'm happy for all of them. But I was like, I can't watch this. <laughs> Teenagers doing drugs. I, I never... can't relate. <laughs> I can't relate. I just, I, mean, I, could, I could relate when it was at Degrassi, but at this height, wherever the hell they are, no, I can't relate. So I was just like, good, good night and good luck. Good for them. Yeah. No, I, this was a very, uh, it was very surprising for me, like to, to be just like down with the teens. They're just very, they're too cool. All these teens. Oh my I can't God. Relate yeah. To that. I mean, it's hyper unrealistic. Like, yeah. How hot. And like well dressed <laughs> and like just like promiscuously dressed. But also everyone cool. is constantly. They all know how to do like when I was a teenager and drugs were present, I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Like I just <laughs> avoided it. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to look stupid. <laughs> like Danielle doesn't know how to smoke, you know, whatever. Whereas they're all just like, they know how to do it all. They've done it all. They've seen it all. Yeah. And they're, they're doing it nightly every Sunday night on HBO. <laughs> and I, I, I I'm embarrassed that it's taken me like four days to 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 catch up to watch the, the second episode. I I, I well, love it. 
I love our friend, I love my friends at like nameless, nameless high sex school. high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. What else? So you watched that about teens doing drugs and having friendships. The show I watched about teens making content and having friendships is a little show called Hype House on Netflix. And explain yes. it to me because I have no I know nothing about this. So it's a reality show. Here's what absolutely fascinates me. It's this reality show about genuinely the top TikTokers. Like you know, TikTok has a lot going for it, but a lot of a lot of people still are interested in the core young demographic of TikTok, which is like people who make dances, who do pranks, um, you know, very basic things on TikTok. And that's who these stars all are. But they all have like millions and millions of followers and are truly like the A-list of TikTok. OK, now, so, it's funny because I'm on TikTok. Like, it's yeah. currently eating away at my uh, what's remaining of my my sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who any of these. Pe- I wouldn't even know who any of these people are because, like, anytime I well, see, know, like, someone with, like, five million followers, like, doing a dance, I'm, like, not interested. Like, I just yeah. I hate watching dancing. I just want to watch literally the weirdest, stupidest shit imaginable. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch, like, hot teens, like, dancing and and, like. Doing Unless staged, it's Euphoria. Staged pranks. Yeah, yeah. There's no dancing in Euphoria. <laughs> other well, than the, the dance of of souls flickering <laughs> in this, this crazy fucking world. But you know who Charlie D'Amalio is. You've heard of her. No. Yes, you have. No, I don't know who <laughs> these people are. Okay, well, they're the I A-list. Don't un- I don't, despite the fact that I host a fucking Big Brother podcast that is about to do <laughs> Celebrity Big Brother 3, I don't know who, like, popular celebrities are. Yeah. I know real celebrities, like Tom Cruise, Tom Kelsey Hanks. Grammer. <laughs> Jason Alexander. Meatloaf, R.I.P. 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 Um, well, all I'm saying is, I think we can all agree TikTok is the number one app in the world right now. And the there's a certain group of people who are the top performers on the top app in the world. And they all live in this house together and are making content. And somehow, and they're making so much money. And somehow, they all agreed to do this reality show where they are not producers on it. <laughs> So to me, that's incredible that they don't have the management there in place. Like they should all be at fucking CAA with like Reese Witherspoon's husband pulling the strings. Like they should be with management who are telling them like, you're not doing a TV show unless you're fucking, what's her name? Kris Jenner behind the scenes giving edit notes, right? To make sure you come across amazing. No, this show, they all come across depressed like they hate their lives that they've reached. They realize that like you can make so much money and uh, like ostensibly do the thing that you love. I'm doing finger quotes, which is like making videos about like goofy fake weddings or whatever. And it still will not fulfill you. And they're all coming to terms with that. So I found it fascinating. Okay. Actually, I might watch this. (laughs) (laughs) They are not happy and they are aware. Like you got to give one thing you got to give to Gen Z. They're very self-aware. Yeah. Because they grow up watching themselves. But um, it's it's very good. Like, they try a little bit, the producers, to make too many B-plots of, like, the like the behind the scenes of the prank. Like, who cares? No one cares about that. What I care about is how it's a, truly a business. Then they're all young. The oldest one is 22. And some of them are taking it more seriously than others. And... They're the top of they're the top of their class in this very specific niche of making TikToks, and they have so much money, but they're so unhappy. Now, I'm aware that these like houses exist where it's like a bunch of like hot young content creators who are all like individually millionaires, like live together. I mean, especially in LA, like in yeah, in the hills or in you know Hollywood somewhere, like they have these houses. Like I think famously, the Paul brothers like lived in this house yes. in West Hollywood yeah, yeah, yeah. and like would like throw shit off the roof and like yeah. have boxing matches in the middle of just like a street. Um, was this a house that these people were all living in together beforehand, or was this all like yes. contrived for the 
the no. show. So here's the thing. This show actually came a little late, the production of it, because that's the thing. This house is on its downfall. Oh, like, great. The best members have left the house. So it's just oh. like the losers <laughs> that are still there. And they're desperately trying to get some like fresh blood in because the way they pay for the house is through them all agreeing to do sponsorship deals and making content on like the house account. But the most popular people have left and the new people don't are like, I don't really it's not my vibe to do like house account content. So I don't want to. But I do want to live here for free. So, so it's just like a lot live, going you on. Live here for free, you got to sell these what teeth whitening. Yeah, solution. it's like it's like a bang energy drink or something. <laughs> but but so it's like a very clear divide between the people who are like, wait, I understand the business, which is if we want to live here, we need to pay bills, which means we need to do these uh, sponsorship deals, and the others who are like, no. I don't want to. You need me more than I need you. I'd rather go play video games and make my own videos on that on my own channel. And you can just deal with it. So it's it. great. It's great. Speaking of, it's time to do a read for our sponsor, Bang Energy mm. Drinks. <laughs> Feeling the crushing ennui of life is uh, being conscious. It sounds uh, like not enough the- for you. Do you want to be hyper conscious? Can maybe you'll feel alive for the first time in... You, you like ever really like are you chasing this high that you you felt once and you just can't touch it anymore and you don't know why you're alive bang energy drink <laughs> bang energy drink baby <laughs> <laughs> why don't they have us live in the content house i'll go to california for a little while what's um, what's gold is tiktok like yeah get her the on, the, on the bang house that's we had to have that conversation of like, are we going to show the kid on social media? No, and we decided not really. <laughs> no, I don't have any really, so I don't really have. You any know, to I, show can't, I can't wait for Generation fucking Omicron or whatever. <laughs> That's like your child's generation because when yeah. the Gen Zs are all crusty and thirty four years old and like, well, I don't know, man. I'm, gonna get an apple watch to keep track of my steps <laughs> my sleep um where they're gonna be like social media yeah disgusting that's what old, that's what gen zers do which Lame. i love yeah keep it private i can't wait, keep I can't oh wait either um yeah. so we need to take a time machine you just flash forward to the future and old gen z let's go back to a simpler time 1999 Mm, oh no! Okay, sorry, sorry. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. What was in nineteen ninety nine? Oh my, the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> no, first let's do twenty ten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so twenty ten was a great time for me personally. I graduated from college. You were um, you were friends with a guy named Brett. I was and we, with we would Brett. like hang out and stuff. We'd go to a pool party like, in the Long Island suburbs together. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It anyway, we wouldn't have to fucking Zoom chat to be friends. Yeah. So you and I just hang out. Oh, it was a great time in everyone's life, especially the pe- good, the fine people who watched Survivor on CBS because it was the greatest season I've ever seen. Villains versus heroes. I I just watched this season this past week. I watched it all in the past week. I couldn't get enough. <laughs> Brett, what you watched this summer, right? I watched this yeah show this summer uh, for the fir- this season this summer for the first time. This season is incredible. It's incredible. And we randomly, because I was like, let's just watch a random season of Survivor. And we've just picked it because I thought the title sounded fun. And it is the best season. I think it is actually amongst the the Survivor, you know, circle of, uh, you know, intelligentsia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is considered probably, it is considered like the best season of Survivor. It should be because it has incredible characters. It has great intrigue and drama. I love how seriously the cast takes heroes versus villains. Consistently, Rupert consistently is like, I'm a hero. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is hero behavior. And that's villain behavior. <laughs> like, it's so amazing. It also has the best. Rupert brother is fight. such an interesting character. <laughs> 
wait, I want to see if you've clocked this moment, yeah. if you remember this. So one Maybe. of the heroes is Colby, who was on the Australian oh, Outback Australia, season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he also really buys into like the hero thing. So one of the episodes, they fly in like a family member who has to help in one of the challenges. Oh. And they're all so happy to see their family member. And Colby's is his brother. And so they're all competing. They're all like, great job, my the, wife. This- the the family members are competing in the challenge, if I remember. Yes. Like it's a it's yes. like a it's, it's like, like sort of like I forget what it's like. They have to like pick up water in a bucket or something like that. It's like you have these people who are starving but have been doing these competitions every day or every other day yeah. versus like <laughs> me. <laughs> yes. Who's like I've got a minor workout regimen, but I wouldn't call myself particularly fit. And I was just on a plane to Fiji. Like, I wish they did this every season. It's so good. Cause yeah, but here's the thing. Most of the, most of the contestants are like so happy to see their loved one. They're like, great job. You know, we've got this. No <laughs> this worries. is amazing. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Colby, Colby just keeps going like, God damn it, Reed. <laughs> Reed, get it together. Reed, I need you to tell me what you want me to do. Like, he is just so mad at he his brother throughout so this challenge. Pissed. He like throws his bucket into the ocean. <laughs> He's so mad. They are the worst. Colby is the worst at every challenge. It was just and- so surprising. Because he, he's like all, of the people who kind of make it deep into the show, he he is kind of the most like physically fit. He's kind yeah, of he's classically famous. like like strong male exactly. character. He looks like a fucking. I mean, he might be a firefighter for all. He looks like a firefighter, right? I'm sure oh. he's like. I'm sure he's like. Twitter avatar is him like wearing sunglasses and his car taking a <laughs> oh, selfie. I'm sure he has some I'm sure he has some thoughts. Yeah. About but, the Fauci flu. But like <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably would not be for what I'm trying to say is I probably would not be friends with Colby in real no, life. No, <laughs> no. But like it's just such a pure moment of like true sibling relationship on television where it was like two seconds before this, he was so happy to see his brother. They were crying. They were hugging. They were like, you know, he's been starved. He's emotionally drained. And then flash forward to the challenge where the brother like is only slightly not getting it. And he's so mad at him. He's like, damn it, Reed. Damn it, Reed. And I just, I love that. I thought that was a beautiful moment. Yeah, this this season, I mean, this season starts off amazing. There's a challenge. They're like wrestling each other. Yes. And one woman, like her shirt gets torn a little bit and she's just like, fuck it. No shirt. No shirt, (laughs) no bra, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then another woman, or maybe it was the same woman, gets her like shoulder fucking separated. Yeah, she goes home soon. She goes home early. I forget her name. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, that happens. But then there's a later, there's another challenge where they have to, it's like they're given, um, you know, big, hard pillows, <laughs> not pillows, you know, whatever they're called. And they have to fight each other with them. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like these canvas sacks of like, yeah, they're potatoes sacks. or whatever. Yeah. They're not pillows. They're not soft. But they pair up James, who's like, every time you see this guy on screen, I'm like, holy shit, why hasn't he been cast as a superhero yet? And he's just like... He looks like he's six foot ten. He's fucking built. They put him against like old balls. <laughs> like I forget his name. But, oh like, yeah, the yeah, most I remember that. Bitter, bitter old man. And it's so incredibly satisfying to see James just like very easily ream him into the mud, and then as if that wasn't enough, he throws his pillow at him. <laughs> it's like insult and injury. It's so good. It's so satisfying to watch. And that's the other thing is like Rupert, great character. Russell, this is the greatest character I've ever seen on this reality is where TV. I was going. This is where I was going next. And not this to is spoil a uh, 12-year-old season of Survivor, but we're about to do so. How have I never seen this man before? This is this is gold. I mean, the Survivor casting people so, hit it out of the park. So Russell, <laughs> Russell is p- like the pure embodiment of evil. <laughs> Like come to life, and he fucking the owns this season. Yes, he gets yes. out Boston Rob early, who's in the villain tribe, and he's like running this harem of women. Who he's not running them though. That's what's so fun. Is well, that he thinks he he thinks he, he is. Thinks but he, a, is. he thinks yeah. he is, and Parvati is is kind of running it, and Jerry is. But in a way, he kind of is because there he does so a lot of like weird. 
he gets the final three when he when for most of the season everyone knows exactly what he's doing, that he is r- running with these women in the hero in the villains tribe and picking off the the picking off the the heroes when he can, but also once he decides that one of the women in his core alliance doesn't have value to him, he causes basically a bunch of infighting amongst the women that he's working with. Yeah. To have them vote out the one that he doesn't want to work with anymore. And he gets all yeah. the way to the final fucking three. He and, also, yeah. Yeah. And he, he does it. And everyone knows this is exactly what he's doing. He always, he turns his back immediately when like, I think it's for the siblings um, challenge. Jerry wins and she decides to take Sandra and Parv and their uh, relatives on the, on the on the um, reward thing, he gets so mad he immediately turns his back on that alliance of women and tries to become an alliance with the heroes who hate him. <laughs> and it, like he's like Russell Colby, this is it, you and me, you guys and me, final three, let's do it. And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> he's just amazing. He's an incredible character. I actually, I thought he was kind of robbed of this season. I thought so. This he was exactly won. this is what I was going to ask you. He gets the final three. It's it's Russ. Uh, Parvati and Sandra, who who eventually wins and is and is the first two time winner of Survivor, right? Um, he doesn't get a single vote, and it you know for that us B, seems- for the BB fans out there, this is very Paul. Yeah, like that seems this guy wild did to me. Everything, but he was by the end, everyone was so fucking sick of him that they're like they can't vote for him. Right. Did Sandra de- deserve to? I mean, I think all three of them had had a very strong case to win. Yeah, Parv was amazing. Parv, I mean, I didn't. I know she's a fan favorite, and we watched um, Heroes Winners at War, where she was, where she was on, and she was great on that. But like this season is such a good season to see why she is the queen. She is so good in this. She's funny. She's charming. She's great at challenges. She's got great strategy. She pulls off this move. She's in danger at Tribal Council, and she has two. Immunity idols. She gives them away, one to Jerry and one to Sandra, and she survives, and they all survive. It's it's even Jeff is like, I've never seen a move like that before. It's so good. So like, she's a, she's absolutely an all star, and and she could have easily won too. But yeah, the fact they didn't get any any votes, and here's and he who really was, burned me, who I really yeah. found found annoying, Candace, the blonde. She was she. No, 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 no. Here's what, yeah, but here's what she does. She, and this was sort of the vibe of a lot of them at the final um, tribal council, which is like, you played a really dirty, villainous game. Do you feel bad about that at all? And he would be like, no, I don't. <laughs> and she would be like, well, you should. And it's like, oh, yeah, Candace was up. Forget- forgettable. Yeah. Shut up. Like, he, no, he shouldn't feel bad. It got him to where he is. Yes, he backstabbed. Yes, he was. Someone called him a hobbit on crack, and that's the best <laughs> description of him. That's exactly what he was the whole season. But it was amazing. It was great. Gameplay, you did what he wanted. So you should feel bad, not him. I don't know. I thought he was great. Yeah, it was like a very bitter jury. Very bitter. By the very end. Bitter. And and he was he was lit and not in the good way during the reunion, like the winner announcement slash reunion show. He was pissed and he was like trying to like hog the spotlight and people were like booing him and stuff it was that season was <laughs> that season's dope it's the great. best season it's the best season and sandra also like i think of the three i actually thought she had the weakest case but she's such a fun character too like they're all every single person was either so lovable or so hateable in the best way and i just have to like take my hat off to it i never saw the season before so apologies i'm sure anyone listening is like trying to remember this season of this show from 12 years ago i highly recommend if you haven't seen it or even if you saw it and you need a refresher rewatch it it is great uh yeah i mean i think what's so interesting about the show and i think i probably mentioned this like 20 times when we were covering the last season is like the title survivor is not like winner i mean yeah it's the winner right. of survivor but at the end when you're asking people to award the sole survivor, just like the meaning of that word can mean so many different things to people. And often it doesn't mean the person who played the best. It means the person who survived. And 
Sandra survived. She played this really oh, yeah. low key game. She was basically always on the outs with people. It was oh, like every single week. It was like, well, it's either this person or Sandra. Oh, well, it's either this person or Sandra. And she was always like just on the bottom, one of the two or three people who was always going to get voted out that week. And she survived. And just having that moniker of so survivor it opens yeah. it up to interpretation in a way that people are like i'm not going to award it to the person who played the game the best i'm going to award it to the person who barely hung on the entire time because in a way that's more impressive than yeah. being really really good at the game yeah she was not good in challenges she straight up told russell russell asked her at one point he's like are you with me or are you against me and she goes she <laughs> goes i'm against you russell <laughs> She's great. And she's so funny. She took his hat and threw it in the fire. <laughs> she threw his hat in the fire and she called him like a bald little bitch or something. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, what a great, great time. Can I um, recommend a new season for you to watch? Another yes, season. Because we went to, um, we started watching season 13, which is Parvati's first season, which uh -huh. is the one where they're divided by race. <laughs> <laughs> Even Parvati says in the first episode, she's like, is this kosher? Is this okay? I don't know. We'll see. Well, it Probably took place not. in the 1950s, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. No, it took place in 2008. <laughs> okay, gross. Um, I would recommend, and I mentioned it a few times, Gen X versus Millennials. Right. I feel like I've seen a little bit of it, actually, but I don't think I watched the whole season. It's really good. It's really good. They got to update want, it. They got to do millennials versus Gen Z. I would love that. Where all the millennials yeah. are like, oh, my back. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Um, there's just so many. There's 40 seasons to choose I from. Know, so yeah. there's much, much to discuss. Um, speaking of, I mean, we have so much to discuss. So, okay. So we can let's pot go again. back. Do you want to go to 1999? <laughs> yeah, I guess I teased it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stop talking about this stupid movie. Okay. So we have to just get out of the way. <laughs> okay. You watched The Matrix. Resurrection. Yeah, right? Resurrection. Resurrection? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. What did you I think? I did. I watched it this week. Um, I thought it was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing. Here's what, what my issue. And I don't. I don't think I thought this about the original Matrix, even though I'm sure there was something like this in the original Matrix. But so they show Keanu as Thomas Anderson and like what his life would have been like without the Matrix, without realizing he's in the Matrix, right? Where he's like this top game developer and he lives in a fabulous apartment. He's eating delicious food and he's working out at a chic Equinox gym and he's going out to fabulous places. And I'm like, I don't see an issue. <laughs> like, that was my whole thing. Is like, the Matrix looks pretty fun to me. Yeah. If I that's mean, your I, life. You're Cypher. You're Cypher. You want to stay in the Matrix. Exactly. You don't want to go eat that to steak. Zion and wear a shitty ripped no. sweater and sleep no. on a metal cot. Exactly. I want that Give me steak. the steak. Give me the steak. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that was sort of my thing. I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but I believe it's the children who are wrong <laughs> because I thought the Matrix looked great. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Matrix, the Matrix, work. not the not the movie. The movie it was very meta. I kind of enjoyed the like, how are we going to make the ma new Matrix game better than the original? Like, sort of plot line. <laughs> I thought that was fun. And you know who I have to give give it up for. Um, Jonathan Groff and Neil Patrick Harris for just consistently working. You know what? You see Neil Patrick Harris in a movie, don't trust him. You can't trust that guy for anything. I thought Groff did a pretty good job. I'm I'm just done with Neil Patrick Harris. Wow. I'm just done. Wow. D-U-N. I'm, I'm just done. Like, yeah, you <laughs> knew he was going to, yeah, like, don't trust him. I you know what I liked him in? Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, the greatest of all time. He's creepy, <laughs> and he gets his throat slit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great part for him. Yeah, Jonathan Groff is great. Uh, Jonathan Groff is working. Let me just tell you, he in one the span of one week, I watched American Sniper, which he's in. He's in The Matrix. He's an American sniper. Yes, he plays like a young soldier who's like, "Thank you for saving my life." <laughs> 
And then he was he has a one episode thing in uh, Sexy City and just like that. Sexy City? <laughs> That's what my husband calls it. <laughs> but Jonathan Groff has so much money. Do you realize he was in the original cast of um, Hamilton? Hamilton, yeah. And do you get? Frozen. I don't know if you get residuals. Well, I guess maybe for Ham- the the Hamilton cast for the soundtrack. The Hamilton know. cast did. It was like a whole news thing where the oh. Hamilton cast gets residuals from anything sold Hamilton. That's very nice. Yeah. So he really is richer than God. And that's why he just shows up and has he has fun with it. You know, I thought he I I'm kind of like sometimes I sometimes I think he's like a, a bit wooden and I don't really like his performance. But I thought he was actually good in this. I mean, the movie sucked. This movie sucked. <laughs> this movie sucked. Does Lana Wachowski have a bunch of very interesting ideas about what should happen in this movie? Absolutely. <laughs> this movie has wacky ideas, all sorts of crazy shit that you wouldn't see in any other schlocky forequel to a movie. Like, any other, like, forequel or threequel or whatever is just, like, right. playing the hits and just, like, not doing a great job at it. This movie has all sorts of crazy ideas that are noble and interesting and unique and original and, and unlike anything I've seen in any other movies. But the execution was shit. The movie sucked. There was no action in it. <laughs> Sorry, because it's a podcast. Anytime Neo needed to do anything, he just holds up his hands and a magic <laughs> shockwave comes out. It's a kung fu movie. And don't say, oh, well, Keanu's old. Keanu is doing eight John Wick's movies where he's jumping yeah. off fucking roofs and sidekicking horses and shooting shit. Like, yeah. he's doing that stuff still. So you don't, you can't say... Oh, well, Keanu's too old to do it. He literally is continuing to do it all the time. His whole persona now, he's like, I'm just Mr. Yoga action star guy and I'm 60. So don't say that he can't do it. They just didn't want to do it or they didn't want to train to do it. Like They didn't want to. That's part of the meta conversation. Yeah, too, is that, yeah, it's a Matrix movie where there's no fighting in it. It's just Neo holding up his hands and stuff and not pulling a trigger. And like, I understand that there is. Yeah, they didn't want to do the guns. They didn't want to do guns. And not that I need to see. I don't need to see gun. Like I'm not like yeah. Call of Duty guy who's like let's Gatling gun the moon. Yeah. Shout out to Moon Drop or whatever the fuck that movie's called. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not seeing it. Roland Emmerich's newest <laughs> masterpiece. But the action sucked. It all looked like it was filmed on a on like a back lot. Because it probably yeah. was. It looked like it was literally filmed on the same two blocks of Batlock. And like they're having this motorcycle chase at the end. And it's like, oh, we just keep passing the same. Listen, here's what shop, I'll say. Same here's what I'll say. <laughs> mailbox. If you want, if you want Matrix-esque action in the year 2022, you better do yourself a favor and rent malignant. Yeah. James <laughs> Wan knows say. what's up. That's all I'll say about that. So, yeah, I thought it was fine. I mean, I didn't really get it, <laughs> clearly, because I was like, the Matrix rules. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like, it's nice to see all these people having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see all of our friends, like Jada yeah, Pinkett exactly. Smith. That's how I feel. That's how I feel about Sexy City, too. It's like, it's nice <laughs> to see my friends having fun. Um, and that's all I'll say about Sexy City, because we only have a couple minutes left. Um, but we do, I, I want to talk about, well, I want to answer some questions. Yeah, we have, should do that. We have, there's, okay. there's so much more to talk about. There is. And, you know, there's just so much time. So we'll we'll get there. But so... I, we got a fun question from One River Mike, which is, what is your movie-watching snack additive at home? Oh. Popcorn, wrapped candies, a soda? How do you enjoy movies? It's a great question. Do you want to go first? I do. You know what? I actually don't... I actually don't, like, snack while I watch movies, really. Mm. I usually... will Like, if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie tonight, which I might very well do, I'm going to actually, like frame it around a meal. I'm actually going to cook a meal yes. and I'm going to like have a meal while I watch the first Dinner half movie. of the movie. Dinner and a movie. I don't like snack and watch movies. Um, so yeah, sorry. I don't, I, I literally very rarely would like, I'm not going to like munch on chips or candy or popcorn or anything. That's just like, I, I just don't do that. 
Yeah. For the past like 24 days, I have been watching something. (laughs) So it's just been a continuous watching. And I have been eating a lot, too. So it's hard for me to narrow it down to one specific thing because it's just been a constant revolving door of movies and TV being played and me eating stuff. But in ye olden times before that, I love to plan a dinner and a movie. I would love to have like, yeah, a nice meal, a glass of wine or like an accompanying cocktail. And then in terms of like going to the movies, love a popcorn, love bringing snacks. I also would sneak in meals to movie theaters in the olden days. I would go to like Chipotle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I would get I'd be the person with a full meal and I'd get two cans of wine, (laughs) which like I think is equal to a bottle (laughs) because they're big cans. And I would just have a great time at the movies. That was in that was back when we could all go to the movies. All I remember. (laughs) Sorry, this is like a, a side a tangent. I remember seeing the play Arcadia on Broadway by Tom Stoppard. Yes. Uh, which it's like a three-hour play that takes place in multiple timelines about art and <laughs> English history and shit. Ooh. And someone opens up, you know those <laughs> like wrapper, no, it's not a wrapper, it's like a container, but it's like plastic and it's got the clamshell, and it's essentially a snare drum filled with chicken. <laughs> We all paid hundred dollars to be here, and you're eating a snare drum That's filled me. with roasted chicken. That would be me at the movies. <laughs> that would be me at the movies. And you know what goes? What went through my head? Anytime anyone gave me like a dirty look, or like you know a meaningful glare Don't when I had my me. full meal. <laughs> no, what went through my head is like, y'all are just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> You're just jealous that you didn't get go and get a gorgeous sub sandwich for this movie. And you wish you had what I have right now. That's what went through my head. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and I love Diet Coke. I'm just addicted. So. Oh, no. For me, it's a salsa if I'm not doing any booze. Um, like a La Croix. And we have a seltzer here in Canada called Bubbly. But <laughs> oh, yeah. We have <laughs> Bubbly. Oh, and do? Okay. Michael Buble does the ads yes. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, E-Tulinator wants to know, okay. have y'all seen Yellow Jackets and or Archive 81? So, yes, I've actively watched Yellow Jackets and then I've been in the room while my husband watches Archive 81. <laughs> Yellow Jackets, let's just get real. This is not a good show. Is it watchable? Danielle, yes. thank <laughs> God for you. You are one of the only, because I was about to do this exact rant that you're about to do. And I was going to be the bravest person in the world. And now there's two of us. Listen, it's they lost the plot. They, I thought it started strong. You said you didn't think it even started strong. I, I watched the first strong. three episodes and I was like, this is like the bad. And I didn't never watch this show. But like, this is just what I imagined the bad seasons of Desperate Housewives to be with <laughs> an entire lost plot. Yes, that's the problem. Glued on top of it. Does Christina Ricci deserve more work? Yes. Of course. By the way, this she was show, in The Matrix. For, she has like four lines in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this show sucks. The acting is incredibly broad and over the top. It's just, it, and the, I, I don't know. It just, it just really stinks. I, I, it sucks. It's like the My, plotting is bad. I don't yeah. buy into like, the mystery shit, like as listening to people who've watched all of it, they're like, man, they just keep throwing more mysteries on and not really yes, answering anything exactly. and just adding all this lore for no reason. Yes. Um, just the shit with like Melanie Linsky and the guy she gets into a car accident with car is crash. like some of the worst yeah. scenes I've ever seen in anything. And <laughs> it just sucks. And you know what? I know exactly what's going to happen with Yellow Jackets season three. All of you people who love it right now are going to jump off the bandwagon and light it on fire and talk about how yeah. much the show sucks. I'm here right now in 2022 saying that this sucks and you guys are about to be on the same page as me three years down the line. So why don't you just save us all some time and join me here 
in the Matrix. Yeah, I agree. My two main issues with Yellow Jackets are like Brad says, it starts with a scene of a girl running in the woods and she falls into a trap and all these other little kids, they look like little kids (laughs) in the first scene, are going to eat her. Great. Flash word to the season finale. We never go back to that. We never find out what happened. The one thing that we thought, which is that they're going to eat the popular girl, she she doesn't even... I'm going to... Spoilers, okay? Spoilers now. I'm telling you right now. She dies of natural causes because she sits outside in the cold. So the cold kills her. So then maybe they're eventually going to eat her, but we still don't even get to that at the end of the first season. And that is a weak-ass way. Just have them eat her. I thought that was so annoying. And then, yeah, there's all this supernatural bullshit. And then my other problem, also with the popular girl, I didn't think she was a villain. I thought she was totally normal and kind of nice until they all turned insane. And then they were crazy. I felt bad for her. So I I just, I can't with this show. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not great. It's just not great. And I know... And I know all the people who really like it are going to be on the It's Not Great bandwagon soon enough. And I just like, I, I just see how this is going to all play out. And I just yeah. do not want to be on the ride. And and I don't even think the show is really entertaining or well-made or well-acted or well-written enough to even maintain it to that point. Yeah. So. Tough stuff. It's tough stuff. And then Archive 81, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's been it's recommended playing. to me. I haven't watched it yet, but I don't know. It's it kind of like weird. A, it's a boy show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be. I don't know. It's weird. I tried. I was like trying to pay attention, but I, you know, was baking banana bread too. So there's another snack I like to eat while watching shows: banana yeah. bread. <laughs> also, shout out Haribo. Um, that's oh, those wow. are great snacks. <laughs> Do you throw a little Haribos? You sprinkle them in the bread? No, 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 no. This is a separate snack. Separate snack. Haribo. Any Haribo. Star mix. Gummy bears. Um, sour cherries. Okay, anyway. So then I think that's the other two questions we have. We sort of already answered. We have a poll podcast about who we want to see on BB. So Sean W. Snyder asked, what realistic sucker, I mean, celeb, do you both want to show up on Celeb BB? You got to go listen to that episode. We, we did it in like yeah. September. It's like in September. Yeah, and a, I think I even tweeted have, the link recently because other people have been like, who do you want on Celeb BB? And I'm like, yeah, we each I'm do not reacting to that. <laughs> Brett has moved on. The episode on. was amazing, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Our picks were fucking were crazy. <laughs> hey, Brett has moved on.org. Okay. And then now the saboteur, which, by the way, I love that the saboteur is spelled differently <laughs> in the handle and in the name. Oh. Saboteur and then saboteur. Um, as the premier casual Big Brother podcast, what Thank past you. twists do you want or not want to see implemented in Celeb BB3, BB Can 10, or BB Flop 24? <laughs> That's a great prediction that BB 24 will be a flop. Very safe prediction, I'd say. The twin one. Yeah, let's see the twins. I would love I would love some more. I, thought I don't you know, want to see the twin one. I don't want to see I the twins. Oh no, I do want. I want the twin if one. You get and you know realistic twins, yes. Not <laughs> Not the Sprouse brothers and not the <laughs> Nolan twins. What did what did Devon call one of them? Like Chubster or something like that? <laughs> That's so rude. I didn't um, say it. No, Devon I know, was I like know. The chubby one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and they're said both, one of them was chubby. They're both, thin, like they're both very tiny. thin, attractive yeah. young women. Um, you know which twist? I don't know if we'd call it a twist, but like plot device that we I loved that was genuinely funny and got Big Brother a lot of attention, even from outside Big Brother circles, when they turned Sam into a robot. <laughs> that was good. You know, yeah. I think they should bring back Goofy ass. Like, don't make it last all season, obviously, just like an episode or two. But something that insane, I would love to see on any of these seasons. The, what about the Tree of Delights? Or whatever it's called. <laughs> The tree temptation. <laughs> no, that one can stay. No dead. twists. No twists. Yeah, no twists. Just let them. Just let the cameras roll, baby, and let the good times roll. The only thing they should twist is the knife. Yeah. <laughs> Get Russell Hansen there. Oh my god, that's his name, right? Russell yeah. Hans. Yeah. Wasn't he like kicked off another season? Like, didn't he like threaten somebody? <laughs> 
probably. I don't know. I think he's like I, legitimately not a good person. And I think like he was on oh, another really? season and was like, I don't know. That's because what I really somebody. liked, what I liked is that like he, yeah, he was a villain, but it was in such a fun way. I didn't think he came across as a bad person. I thought he was just like a fun villainous character. Um, so that sucks if he actually is lame in real life. Also, I just love, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I love how in Survivor, Colby sucked at challenges. He was like, he's like this typical type, you know, like all American. On Big Brother, he would win every challenge. On Survivor, he fucking sucked. You know who was good at challenges? Old Balls, Russell and Rupert and all the women. Like even Sandra was better than Colby. Rupert's got weird, like Rupert's got like weird guy strength. He's got like they both did. Yeah. Russell and Rupert. They had this insane, like, yeah, inner strength. Rupert's like a weird mountain man sort of guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I say that, I don't think he is. I think he's like a he like runs some sort of like service for for like addicts or or like teens, like at risk youths or something like that. Oh. Yeah, I just, I have to compare just because not only is Survivor already a better show than Big Brother, and I still am a Big Brother fan, but like that season in particular showed me how good Survivor is and how bad (laughs) Big Brother can be. Because like, does the best, actually, you know what, I take it back. The best season of Big Brother can compete. Like, you know, a Big Brother All-Stars or a Big Brother 6 or whatever, but. All-Stars 1. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, please. Yeah. Give me a break. (laughs) Well, guys, that's it. Thank you so much for your questions and comments. We loved getting them. And we are getting back into the swing of things here. We barely scratched the surface of all the stuff we have to talk about. And just there's more and more coming out. I'm very excited about the Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I've been hearing great. We probably won't talk about it because we don't talk about comedies. But like Abbott Elementary, I've heard great things about. Not going to watch it. Yeah, there's a lot happening, guys. So keep them coming at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Yeah, it was fantastic. So great having you back. Um, Thank you. I guess we'll be back next week. Next uh, week. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's so much out. There's a lot of other stuff to talk about. I mean, maybe we'll have a, a BB celeb uh, official list, uh, cast list here soon. So Hopefully. Actually, I mean, I should be coming up soon because it starts on February 2nd or 3rd or whatever. It's Second, like, yeah. Yeah, it's the 21st right now. So it's going to start in like a week and a half. Okay, so we'll have that. Um, all right. It's been lovely. We're happy to be back. Hit us with questions. You know all the deal. Um, bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.